Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. Before we straighten out Cousin Jerry, Fibber and Molly seem to be having a little discussion. Who do you think is more important in a family, Molly? The mother or dad? Oh, that's a loaded question if I ever heard one, McGee. But let me see now. The mother has to bring up the children, but dad has to bring home the bacon. Kind of a fielder's choice, eh, Gil? (laughs) Well, it sure didn't stump the Prudential Insurance Company of America. I guess that's why most people consider the Prudential's family income plan nothing short of a stroke of genius. Come to think of it, you're right, McGee. It certainly does provide for both the bacon and the children. Let me explain it this way. You see, the family income plan is just the ticket for parents with growing kids. If anything happens to dad, the Prudential would send your family a regular monthly check, all during your youngster's growing up years, money they'd need for groceries, a roof over their heads, and clothing. And that means mother wouldn't have to leave them and go to work. She'd be right at home with them giving them all the care and consideration children just naturally need. That's right, dearie. And because this plan covers the family during the youngster's growing up years, its cost is lower than you'd think. Ask your Prudential agent about a family income plan tomorrow. (laughs) It was a panic, Wallace. McGee's been sounding off for two days about this wonderful young cousin, Jerry McGee. Oh, yes, Doctor. <laughs> he told me that, like all McGee's, Jerry is naturally a great boxer, bowler, wrestler. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. He set the youngster up to give a bowling exhibition, shoot some pool, arranged a date with Miss Wistful Vista. Is that bad? Wait to hear the payoff. Cousin Jerry got here last night, and it turns out the full name is Geraldine McGee. No. <laughs> Yep. She's a very nice, very pretty young girl. And McGee is so fouled up, he doesn't know what... I was never so nonplussed in my life, Molly. In fact, I was completely minused. I don't know how I got mixed up like this. Oh, well. Everyone makes mistakes, dearie. That's why we have elections so often. Another cup of coffee? Thanks. Is the girl up yet? No, and let her sleep. She's had a long train ride, and she still has a long ride ahead of her. What time's her train leave tonight? 11 o'clock, she said. Did you get all those people on the phone last night and cancel the dates you made? Most of them. Better call Howie Webster down at the municipal plunge and cancel her out of the water polo game, though, I guess. Well, I should hope so, for heaven's sake. Water polo, indeed. I doubt if the girl can swim, let alone ride a horse. You don't have to ride a horse, Molly. Water polo is just a kind of a soggy sort of soccer. It's mighty rough, too. The team whose pull motor breaks down first is declared loser. Well, we'll certainly have none of that for Geraldine. Here's the phone. Cancel. Okay. Hello, operator. Give me the municipal plunge. Yeah, the wistful... Is that you, Mert? Oh, dear. How's every little thing, Mert? Tis, eh? What's say, Mert? Your sister broke her neck. Kid brother saw it, huh? Heavenly days, what happened? Mert's sister had a date with a guy from a brokerage firm, and the kid brother hid behind the sofa and watched the broker neck with his sister. <laughs> What's say, Mert? Okay, I'll try later. Line's busy. 
You have anyone else to call? Oh, a couple. The barbell people wanted to take some weightlifting photographs, and down at the Legion Stadium, I somehow kind of got Cousin Jerry booked to wrestle Bonebreaker Bodkin in the prelims, and I have to call... Heavenly days. You were certainly busy yesterday. Oh, well... Well, you call that stadium right now and explain that Cousin Geraldine... Fancy important domestic food products, fresh vegetables, and groceries, boy! Uh, that's quite a mouthful, Mr. Oldtimer. And mighty delicious, too, daughter. What's the idea of the long commercial? Got me a sponsor, Johnny. No. Take a gander at the back of my brand new smock. Let's see. Fink's milk. Smooth as silk. Our cows are not contented. They're always trying to do better. Hmm. <laughs> How about some Fink's buttermilk, Johnny? The buttermilk of champions. For that athletic nephew of yours, that jumping Jay McGee, line-smashing fullback for the Green Bay Packers. What was that? Well, uh, there's been a slight misunderstanding, old-timer. First, it's not my nephew, it's my cousin, Uncle Lucky McGee's kid. Yes. Second, the name is not exactly Jerry, it's Geraldine. And third, she's too light to play fullback. Is that so? What's she play, quarterback? I didn't know the Green Bay Packers had any girls on the team, but if you claim they have, son... I'll check it before I tell it around. No, no, no. I didn't know she was a girl when I told you about her. She don't play football at all. Cousin Geraldine only plays canasta and samba and skis a little, she said. Ah, uh, great sport, kids. What's a great sport, samba or skiing? Neither one. I was talking about me. I've always been a great sport, Johnny. Oh, sure. In fact, all my family was great sportsmen. Sure. Except Mama. She was a sportswoman. Yeah, well, I gotta make some phone calls, so if you... Papa was a racer in the trotting races, kids. Oh, uh-huh. You know, where they're riding them little two-wheeled carts? Yeah, a sulky driver, was he? Only when he lost, Johnny. If Papa won, he was fine. But when he lost, he was the sulkiest driver you ever seen. Ah, for the... But I can't stand here gabbing, kids. Gotta deliver my groceries. Leave me know when the Green Bay Packers play, Johnny. Like to watch your cousin quarterback him. So long, daughter. <laughs> oh, is he confused? He's always confused. That guy makes about as much sense as a well as a... As you booking Cousin Geraldine to wrestle at the stadium. Here's the phone. Call the man and call... Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. Hello, folks. This is Vaughn Monroe for RCA. You know, every owner of a television set knows the big picture tube is the heart of the set. If your television picture tube wears out, be sure to insist on a brand new RCA picture tube. They cost no more, and they're precision made by RCA, first in television. In fact, there are more RCA picture tubes now in use than any other make. They're sharper and brighter. You get a clearer picture every time. RCA picture tubes last longer because RCA controls quality scientifically during each manufacturing step. And... There is an RCA picture tube to fit virtually every television set, regardless of make. So, when your local serviceman calls, insist on genuine RCA picture tubes and receiving tubes. Remember, the world's best names for quality, RCA and RCA Victor. Yeah, Biff, I know. I realize you already got Bonebreaker Bodkin signed up, but you'll have to wrestle somebody else tonight. Cousin Jerry can't make it. Huh? Who's a welcher? Oh, go fry a referee. Phew. That's the last call. Boy, am I glad that's over. You're sure you got everything cleared up now that you had little Geraldine involved in? Yep. Canceled everything. 
No sign of her coming down to breakfast yet, huh? No, but it's just 9.15, give her time. I'll be out back if you want me. Sure, sure. Okay, okay. That kid's gonna have a kind of a dull time with nothing to do. Oh, I know who I'll call. Yeah, I bet Fred will be just the guy to... Hello? Fred Sparks, please. Oh, is this you, Fred? This is Mr. McGee. Yeah. Say, you're about the best dancer in town, ain't you, Fred? No, there's no need to be modest about it. Reason I called, my beautiful young cousin is in town tonight. Yeah, terrific samba dancer. And I figured you two... No, I'm afraid not, Chuck. She's pretty well took up for the day. Yeah, this phone's been keeping me busy for the last hour. Best I can do for you, Chuck, is book you in from 5.45 when she's out of the matinee with Hoagie LaRue to 6.30 when we're having dinner for her. I'd like to invite you to dinner, but we're short on chairs. <laughs> huh? Oh, you'll bring your own chair. Well, in that case, come ahead. Okay, I'll see you. Hmm. You see now, it makes 13 for dinner. Molly don't even know about 10 of them yet. Hey, Molly. In here, and not so loud, McGee. She's still asleep. I just wanted to tell you I got Geraldine all set up for today and right up to train time tonight. Well, that's mighty nice. You what? I got her set up with dates with the sharpest guys in town, kiddo. Captain of the football team, some of the richest men in town's sons. Oh, for heaven's sake. Don't you think you should have asked her first before you went? Ask her what? If she wants to have a good time? Naturally, she wants to have fun while she's here. And I got it all taken care of. And with my wide acquaintanceship around town... And speaking of wide acquaintanceship, there's the widest one of the lot right there. Come in, Fats. Hello, Molly. Hello, Doctor. And how are you, contortionist? What do you mean, contortionist? Any man who can open his mouth and put both feet in it at once like you do has to be a contortionist. <laughs> Funny. How did you do on those plans you made for Jerry, which Geraldine can't keep? For your unhappy information, Sneerpuss, everything is all took care of. Oh? My beautiful and popular little cousin is going to have the time of her life today. And tonight. Oh, before I forget, Molly, there'll be 13 for dinner. Yes, Doc. What? I... 13 for dinner? Oh, brother. Yep. You and me and Geraldine and 10 of the most eligible young bachelors in town. Well, I wish you'd consult me before you go off the deep end like this, McGee. Honestly. Now, don't you worry. Jerry will have a wonderful time. I got her set for lunch with two guys that own the Copper Kettle Restaurant. And boy, will they spread out a feed. Then she goes to the matinee with Hoagie LaRue, rides back to our house in Chuck Carlisle's convertible, Dinner here. Goes to the country club to dance the samba with Fred Sparks. McGee, I don't know that she can dance the samba. She plays samba. It's a card game. Oh, I bet she can dance the samba better than the sambanese themselves, whoever they are. All us McGees are fleet-footed. Uh-oh, here she comes now. Oh, there you are. Cousin Molly, you shouldn't have let me sleep so long. Good morning, Cousin Fibber. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Hello, Good morning. Darling. I have your breakfast right here, dear. Sit right down. Oh, I won't have time for anything but a cup of coffee. Ten ten, and my train leaves at eleven. Oh, sure, Jerry. Eleven tonight, isn't it? Oh no, eleven this morning. Mm. Didn't I make myself clear? Oh. Excuse me, please. I, I, I have some things I got to do on the phone. Why, what came over, cousin Fibber? A severe attack of here we go again, folks. Drink your coffee, dear. I'll get you some. Hello, is that you, Mert? Mert, I got a lot of numbers I want you to help me to get. Jot them down, Mert. You might want to use them. All the most eligible bachelors in town if you want a date with them.
Fibber and Molly will be right back. For skin that's clear and extra clean, use Dial, Dial, Dial. Complexions love this mild routine, use Dial, Dial, Dial. You can't see what's happening underneath your makeup, but you can be sure of this. If you wash beforehand with mild, gentle Dial soap, invisible skin bacteria won't spoil your complexion. Because Dial removes up to 95% of skin bacteria that often spread surface blemishes and make them worse. And ordinary face soaps leave thousands of bacteria. When you put on makeup, these bacteria are free to cause trouble underneath. But daily washing with Dial gently removes them. Dial's the one leading soap that contains AT7, or hexachlorophene, the most effective bacteria remover known. And it clings to your skin, continually retarding the growth of new bacteria. That's why mild, gentle Dial soap protects your complexion even under makeup. McGee, just look what I found in the guest room. Mm, wrapped like gifts, aren't they? Yes, and one is addressed to each of us. Here. Thanks. All from Cousin Jerry, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Huh? What you got? Well, it looks like... Oh, it's... It's a manicure scissors in a leather case. Oh. How thoughtful. What'd she give you? Oh, very nice. But what is it? Let's have a look. See? It's a date book. Little leather date book. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. Fibber, McGee, and Bali is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed. With Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Mr. Wimple, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, and Gloria McMillan as Geraldine McGee. This is John Wald inviting you back tomorrow night when Mr. McGee almost loses his life trying to retrieve his wristwatch. Good night. Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC Radio Network.